0: are listening to Grace and Mercy podcast. This podcast is for people who want to marvel at the grace of God and apply grace to our interactions with the world. I'm your host, author Darlene Bojek, and in this 31st episode, we are going to find out what the book of First Chronicles has to say about grace. Before we dive into the strange mystery of First Chronicles, We are going to hear from a friend of mine. We were discussing grace with Rob and Sue just the other day. Let's hear what they have to say about grace. Okay, Rob, you just said you didn't
1: understand grace. Grace was talked about but not applied. Mm -hmm. And I was always, uh, as a Christian, concerned that if I made one mistake or if God came Like going to a movie, we talked about that. Going into a movie theater, God came and I'm here, I'm not going to have it. But then it was until I went to a different church, more Reformed, that I understood grace. But that also strengthened my Christian walk and my desire to be not cheap in that grace. Cheap grace. Easy believism. And um, anyways, I'm probably not saying anything you want to say. No,
0: it is. Exactly. What is Grace. What is, then what but so I mean, you're, you're asking saying you, what is grace. Yeah, because you you said you didn't understand grace and you thought grace was well, judgment. Well, but what is grace then? So
1: so we have to add the word unmerited grace to the beginning, the word unmerited. Um grace is not something I can earn. I can't I can't do something to, to I don't deserve it. Grace is just given to me by God. And but in understanding of receiving that grace, I want, I'm going to live a little different life.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah. what is grace though?
1: What is grace? What's um, middle name? Oh, Caroline. Caroline Grace. Uh, what is grace?
0: After my grandma Grace.
1: Susan, what is grace?
0: Unmerited favor. Okay.
1: But well, what does that mean? And that's the definition. That's what she's asking. What does it mean?
0: You don't deserve it, but you get it. Anything.
1: That's what I, thats it. Just said that. I don't deserve it. I can't do anything for it.
0: You get this gift. You get this. I don't know.
1: Gift. It, gift grace is a gift, but it's this. Yeah, it, it's something you can't a blessing, earn. You can't. A
0: blessing. Blessing.
1: Um, he chooses. Uh, It's a choice i mean it's his choice not my choice and i'm blessed that he chose
0: so according to rob and sue grace is a gift unmerited favor something that we get from god well we will continue to hear the rest of that conversation in our next episode i did want to dive into first chronicles i have some good news and bad news In the Old Testament, we're looking at the words hen and hanan and a couple other words that are in the family of grace. Um, In the Old Testament, we find that these words have to do with supplication, asking for favor. It was like always a please, asking for a favor. The word grace literally in the Old Testament means favor, like asking for favor, asking please, please can I, please may I and so i was getting ready for this lesson and i was looking on bible hub for all the places where first chronicles has the word grace and i discovered the bad news that it's not there a single time not a single time you remember when we were going through matthew we started to say hey wait where's the word of where's the word for grace even in the Old Testament. Hey, wait, where, where is the word for grace? And so we started had to have to investigate, and that's where we found the conjugates of the word grace in the New Testament, and we found similar words in the Old Testament. Uh, First Chronicles is um, kind of a retelling of 2 of, uh, Samuel, 1 Kings, um, and so so I looked back at those, and we do have, Grace mentioned in 2 Samuel and First Kings, but in, uh, we did have to add the word hesed, which is um, compassion, mercy, and that is the word mercy that we're going to be studying when we do grace and mercy. We're going to study hesed in the Old Testament uh, because it's, it's just a loaded term. The hesed, the Hasidic Jews, are named after Hasid, the covenant, uh, covenant love of God. But we're stuck here in First Chronicles where Hasid is there one time. Otherwise, I couldn't find any Chen, Hanan, Tehenun, and all those words. So I said, "Hmm, how am I going to do this? Am I going to just skip over it? Should I combine First Chronicles and Second Chronicles, or should we discuss why?" The word isn't there, but what I decided to do, which is the good news, the bad news is it's not there. The good news is that we do have a study because what I said is, I wonder if this New Testament concept of the charisma machine shows up in 1 Chronicles. And I found something very interesting. I looked up the word joy and I looked up the word Thanksgiving And I found a very interesting use of the word joy. So we're going to study um, that uh, in just a moment. But I have a bunch of uh, resources that I'll put on graceandmercypodcast.com that talk about um, these differences. Why, why, second, why chronicles doesn't have the same uh, information the same exact way of describing things as um second samuel and first kings and the the fact i read was it says um on it's called reasonable theology website they said the overall purpose of chronicles was not to browbeat an already dejected israel but to lift them up and point them back to God. So um, in the Reformation Study Bible, the interesting thing here is it talks about grace. In the, um, in the Study Bible, I wanted to read that, Chronicles is primarily an exercise in applied covenant theology. Starting as it does with Adam, it emphasizes the overarching sovereignty of the God who has a purpose that runs throughout human history and it implies that this purpose will surely be accomplished. The genealogies of chapters one to nine reminded the post-exilic community who were suffering a loss of identity and purpose as they existed on the fringes of the vast Persian empire, that they were central to God's purpose, which spans the ages. More particularly, the chronicler views the community as those for whom God was the Lord, Yahweh, who graciously entered into covenant with them and bestowed on them immense spiritual privileges. The chronicler focuses on the Davidic covenant and its implications, especially the privilege accorded by the temple and God's presence in their midst. So the the concept of the gracious covenant of God, the covenant of God. Oh, that's very heavily in um, the book of First Chronicles. So we're going to look at some of the words. Uh, that are related to this and the word that i found is the word for joy so i looked up joy and in chronicles we have the word sameach which is glad joyful mary samak rejoice be glad so that's like in the new testament would be kara and kaido, right? The the joy and rejoice. And they have simcha which is joy, gladness, mirth. And then they have this other kind of joy which is a shouting out. Teruach and hedva. Teruach is related to well, there's another kind of of this um, this joy, which is "yada," which comes from hand, yad, yada." And I'm going to start um, not with the joy and the rejoice, but with this idea of "yada," which is to throw or cast. Um, it says this: a primitive root used only as a denominative form from "yad, literally. To use or hold out the hand or physically to throw a stone, an arrow at or away, especially to revere or worship with extended hands, intensively to bemoan by wringing the hands, to cast out, to make confession, praise, shoot, give thanksgiving, be thankful or to give thanksgiving so casting is this this throwing back up to god right and so that's one of the movements that we see in the charisma machine the, the go, throwing our our hands back up in praise to god and thanks and joy and praise and thankfulness holding when christ held up the bread and gave thanks you code a right but this casting of using their hands to move upward in praise and um the other words uh, okay so so for cast um it's actually translated as to give thanks that would be in um first chronicles 16 and we're going to read through uh first chronicles 16 um shortly because first chronicles 13 a 16 has a lot of these these ideas these words for joy and thankfulness we're going to find out why uh, let's back up the word um uh, samaya samoth Sinha, the joy gladness mirth rejoicing has one of the um definitions is specifically rejoicing religiously it's part of the religious act to rejoice is part of the religious act i mean that's the word is used in religious actions which isn't that what we're saying the charisma machine is to rejoice in the blessing of god so what i what i discovered here with these words um, especially we're going to read through first chronicles 16 that they did have the same concept of joy coming from the gift of god now we don't have the word supplication or the begging kind of asking for grace the please at side of it the if you would favor me if you would favor me they don't have that in first chronicles but to be fair um and i did i do have the link on my on the website you can look at the chart that shows the uh, lineup of um first uh, of second samuel and first kings lined up next to first chronicles to show the events that are listed. The purpose for writing First Chronicles was to bring the rejected people back into, um, back into a joyful relationship with God. Uh, the purpose for Samuel and Kings being written was right uh, at the exile, at the beginning of the exile, to point them to needing to be more Um, repentant of their sins so the purpose for the two um, the two different uh, accounts of the same events the purpose made the writer of the first set not include uh, include certain things but the writer of the second set of the Chronicles they didn't include certain things like they didn't include all the bad stuff that Solomon did they didn't include most of Saul's um, kingship, right? They didn't include the story of Bathsheba. They didn't include the bad stuff. First Kings, Samuel and First Kings did include it, and uh, the writer of First Kings and Samuel did have a purpose for including those, um, to remind them to come back to uh, to, to their first love, right well now they've they've been punished they are now coming back um, during Ezra's time they're coming back to the the promised land after their exile they've been given this great opportunity and so it's all about uh, so the, the fact that rejoice is there is is huge uh, in light of this let's take a look at first Chronicles 16 backing up a little bit to chapter uh, chapter 15 We have several verses that talk about joy. Chapter 15, the ark is brought to Jerusalem. Okay, So we have verse 16, it says, David also commanded the chiefs of of the Levites to appoint their brothers as the singers who should play loudly on musical instruments, on harps and lyres and cymbals, to raise sounds of joy, and verse 25, so David and the elders, of Israel and commanders of thousands went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. So here's, the, um, here's what we see in chapter 16. We see that the Ark, the Ark is placed in the tent, um, in the uh, tabernacle. And they brought in the Ark of God and set it inside the tent that David had pitched for it and they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. And when David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord and distributed to all Israel, both men and women, to each a loaf of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. Then he appointed some of the Levites as ministers before the ark of the Lord, to invoke, to thank, to praise the Lord, the God of Israel. Asaph was the chief. The second to him was Zechariah, Jael, Shemer, Ramoth, Jahiel, Matziah, Eliab, Benaiah, Obed, Edom, and Jehazel. Uh, and Jael, who were to play harps and lyres. Asaph was to sound the cymbals, and Benaniah and Jahaziel, the priests, were to blow trumpets regularly before the Ark of the Covenant of God. Then on that day, David first appointed that Thanksgiving be sung to the Lord by Asaph and his brothers. David's song of thanks here. O give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that He has done, His miracles and the judgments He uttered. O offspring of Israel, His servant, children of Jacob, His chosen ones! He is the Lord our God, His judgments are in all the earth. Remember His covenant forever, the word that He commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant that He made with Abraham, His sworn promise to Isaac, which He confirmed to Jacob as a statute to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance, for you are few in number, of little account, and sojourners in it, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their accounts, saying, Touch not my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth tell of his salvation from day to day declare his glory among the nations his marvelous works among all the peoples for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and he is to be feared above all gods for all the gods and uh, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols but the Lord made the heavens splendor and majesty are before him strength and joy are in his place Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the people, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Yes, the world is established, and it shall never be moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice, and let them say among the nations, The Lord reigns, let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Say also, Save us, O God of our salvation, and gather and deliver us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord the God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said amen and praised the Lord. So David left Asaph and his brothers there before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to minister regularly before the Ark as each day required, and also Obed Edom and his sixty eight brothers, while Obed Edom, the son of Jeduthun and Hosa were to be gatekeepers, and he left Zadok, the priest, and his brothers, the priests, before the tabernacle of the Lord, in the high place that was at Gibeon, to offer burnt offerings to the Lord on the altar of burnt offering, regularly morning and evening, to do all that is written in the law of the Lord that he commanded Israel. With him were Hemon and Jeduthun and the rest of those chosen and expressly named to give thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever." Heman and Jeduthun had trumpets and cymbals for the music and instruments for sacred song. The sons of Jeduthun were appointed to the gate. Then all the people departed, each to his house, and David went home to bless his household. Uh, the next, um, the next chapter, is called the Lord's covenant with David, and that is um, um, even more talking about. Um, you remember, uh, David says, "I'm going to build a house for God," and Nathan says, uh, "Who are you to build a house? Um, I will build your house." And the the crux, I guess, the crux of this whole um, relationship between grace invisible in First Chronicles is that what is visible is the we, the the grace, sending grace back up to God, right? In our charisma machine model, we have seen the relationship in the word grace in the, in the Greek between grace coming down and grace going out, grace going back up in joy and thanksgiving. And here we see the gratefulness being modeled, even though the timing of this is... You know, years and years before the exile, what's being focused on is the way we react properly to god and the the writer of Chronicles has created um, has has fine-tuned the lessons of history to focus on this this joyful lifting of hands, casting of thankfulness and casting of joy and rejoicing in the covenant um, with God. And, and he, he focuses, he fine tunes, he cuts out all the excesses and he shows David. And as we know, as believers, David is the model, um, is, the, is the foreshadow of Christ who is leading us in, um, in triumphal praise to God. So that is our lesson on 1 Chronicles. Not the word grace, but how the charisma machine shows itself even in the Hebrew, which I think is a pretty cool uh, discovery. I did not read all of those verses, but my website, I will, I will share all those verses that I found, and you can do a study on joy in the old testament uh, as it's related to grace let's uh let's have a word of prayer uh, heavenly father i thank you for the example of david we know both from his fall and from his restoration that that he don't throw us off when we have failed and i know that israel um, coming back from the exile needed to hear that lesson and we need to hear that lesson today and that grace is uh, even as rob said uh, grace is unmerited favor our our unmerited receiving of gifts even when we sin even when we've failed and tripped over and over that you still lean in toward us you still favor us and give us your great blessings Uh, we want to be like david where we're rejoicing and thanking you for your faithfulness to us from the first day until now. And we are grateful for these things and thank you for the word of God and for the book of First Chronicles. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends. This has been um, Grace and Mercy Podcast. This is the 31st episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. If you didn't get a chance to yet, please uh, click on... Wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, and please give it a star rating and write a little comment so that other people can find out about Grace and Mercy podcast with Darlene Bojack. See you next time.